Welcome to Modern Day Abigails, a women's outreach of Calvary Chapel Pearland. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So let's listen to God's Word, where everyday lives transform, and where we can become the women God created us to be. Okay, Jana, we're we're at it again. We had a little bit of break time, so it's been a little while since we've been here. Yeah, y'all were on sabbatical. Had it go to go well. Mm-hmm. Went well. I mean, you awesome. know, best we could do. Rest time. Exactly. Rest is good. Rest yeah. is good. You know. And Unless guess, you're like us, and we don't really know how to rest. I'm gonna say. I mean, I only had a partial <laughs> rest. I mean, but it was good. That yeah. partial rest was good. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we should warn everybody that we got back from lunch from church, and we had a. We're so sleepy. So we're tired. And if we burp, we apologize in advance. We know it's not ladylike, (laughs) but we're just saying it was a really good meal. Terribly unladylike. It was, but that's okay. That's okay. So So one of the things we've been talking about lately is, I know while we were gone on sabbatical, you got to hear John Minturnan talk about his broken heart, his Mm -hmm. series about broken hearts and and how it affects our lives Mm -hmm. for... You know, since whenever we got our original broken heart, it will affect us. And I think we we started talking about because we there's plenty of women in the Bible who have been hurt, who stay hurt, but then get healed. And I really think we should talk to our audience because we like to do line by line. We want to talk about Rahab because Rahab the harlot. Everybody knows her as Rahab the harlot, but they also know her as Rahab who is the grandmother of Boaz, who marries Ruth, who is in the lineage of Jesus. So Rahab makes my top three. I have a list, top three women in the Bible. She makes my top three because I can absolutely relate to Rahab and the things that she has done. So today, what I wanted to talk about is about her tainted life. And when I say tainted, I mean damaged, damaged life. She she had a life that was damaged, forbidden, frowned upon, immoral, and her list is long. It just keeps going on. But we're going to be able to see through all that she went through, after all that she was and all the labels that she has, how also she was redeemed. She was made new, right. healed, washed clean. All by one God. And the amazing part is everybody hears a word about grace. And sometimes that word is used really loosely. Sometimes I've seen it used, you know, what's a better word? Like it's, it makes up for everything. Oh, they did that. Ah, just grace. But what I love, the best definition I've ever heard that I liked, it says grace meets you where you are, but it doesn't leave you there. She met up with grace. And it didn't leave her there. Oh, in a mighty way. And we're going to get to dig into her life and see exactly that. We're going to see the healing that took place um, concerning her background and just what the Lord did for her. Right. Because Rahab's story doesn't mean it could be, you know, we call her Rahab the harlot, but it could have been Rahab the drunkard. It could have been Rahab the abuser. Could have been Rahab the drug user. You know, there's plenty of things 
Name your addict. Yeah. Name your addict. Name your sin. She could have been Rahab. Yeah, name that. your addiction. Exactly. Exactly. So it doesn't, you know, just someone saying, well, I've never been a harlot. No, but I bet you've been a whole other things. I bet your list is long. Right. My list is very long. Well, if we look at the way the Lord calls like uh, harlot as an idolatry, mm-hmm. then probably every single one of us have been a harlot mm-hmm. of some sort. Oh, yeah. Idolatry. That falls. Oh, there's a lot of categories fall in there. Exactly. That's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> nother topic. We should do that, though. That would be, ooh, that would be tough. Yes. That would be a tough one to do, but especially it would when you be have to, a good one. Especially when you have to tell people, look in the mirror, because you might be idling, idling mm-hmm, yourself. Mm-hmm. Are you your own idol? But anyway, we're going to go back to, you know, Rahab the, in this particular story, Rahab the harlot. Yeah. So um, I thought we'd go just, a, we're go, we're going to start out by just uh, reading the scripture. We're going to do a little bit of digging. Um, we're going to do some digging into Rahab. We're also going to do some digging into ourselves. Right. And um, But don't be scared because we're right here with y'all. We're going to go through this together. Because uh, if we don't learn the application, what's the point? If we don't learn from this, what, what is the actual point? And, and I've seen young people growing up who think the Bible is not valid. Because they don't know what to do with it. Well, ladies, we want to teach you how to apply the Bible to your life to walk differently. I hear it all the time. The, the, and they use that exact word. Mm-hmm. The Bible's not valid today. No, 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 no. God didn't change. Exactly. Humans changed. Right. God's word and his applications and his truths, um, they did not change. Exactly. Exactly. We what, changed. Right. What, we use, what could be used for thousands of years ago can still be used today. Exactly. And unless you're, I also hear this word, well, y'all are just closed minded. No, no, no. Our minds are wide open concerning Jesus. Yeah, to the gospel message. But yeah. our, yes, but we do walk a narrow road and yes. we want to stay on that narrow yes. road. Exactly. So it might not be that, I'm sorry if I offend, but it might not be that we're the close minded ones. Right, right. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, not sorry. So, okay, I'm going to start reading. Uh, so Rahab's story takes place in Joshua 2, um, chapter, uh, no, verse 1. So we're just going to start there. So it says, um, now Joshua, the son of Nun, sent out two from Acacia Grove to spy secretly, saying, go, view the land, especially Jericho. I'm going to stop right here. We'll give a little bit of backstory about, so we can see why Rahab was doing what she was doing. So um, Joshua was, was one of the last remaining, and correct me, correct me if I'm getting any of this wrong. No, I'm um, sorry. I'm, I'm laughing at myself because we've been reading those spy novels, and it says spy secretly, and I'm sitting here going, how else do you spy? I mean, really, is there any other way to spy? I thought all spies were secret. I mean, if it was an open up, would it be really spying if it's real open? Oh, my gosh. We definitely have been <laughs> reading sorry. I gotta way find a new- too many. But they're Jewish spy novels. They're really, really yeah, good. I'm starting to think of maybe I need to read something oh, different gosh. on my way home from work. Okay, oh sorry. So, mm. I'm sorry. That was a good rabbit trail. That was so funny. <laughs> Okay, I didn't even catch that. That's a good. That's I gotta a good go catch. back, Anna. Go back. Go good back. Go okay. Back. Listen. Listen to Joanna. Okay. So, um, okay. Hold on. I gotta compose myself. <laughs> that was good. Okay. Um, okay. So Joshua said, "Go view the land, especially Jericho." Okay. So what we learned here is Joshua was one of the last remaining original Israelites that God rescued from Egypt. They had been roaming nomadically around the desert for I don't know forty plus years. And they are in the final stages of taking the, what the Lord calls their promised land. 
um, this is the Lord himself. He's giving them this land um, as a gift. So what they're doing is they're sending out two spies to see just how fortified this mighty city of Jericho was. That's where Rahab comes in the scene. So the second part of we're still in verse two. So let's finish verse two. And I just want to point out the reason I think he point only sent two spies is the last time they spent a whole bunch of spies out. Was it 12? I think it was 12 spies and 10 of them were like, no, we can't do it. We can't do it. And, then, and it was Joshua, Joshua and Caleb. of the spies. Well, yeah. And Joshua <laughs> and Caleb are like, no, we can do this. This is God's going to take care of this. So yeah. I think this time when Joshua was doing it, he goes, I am not making that same. Mm. That we are. Too many two, opinions. Yeah. Two guys. That's all we need. Too many opinions. And he, they were handpicked. Yes. Okay? They were handpicked. So, um. So, okay, so the the spies, they went, and then they came to the house of the harlot named Rahab, and they lodged there. I'm going to stop right here again. This probably was not their idea of a place to stop. It's kind of like, have you ever been to those? Have you ever made? Okay, so so Stevie and I were making a road trip. I had to go to the bathroom. So I'm like, hey, we're just going to stop at this convenience store. We're in a podunk town. I didn't think much about it. Wait, 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 wait. Everybody who's not Texan is right now looking up Podunk. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little city with not hardly anything. Middle nowhere. Maybe one gas station. Maybe. Maybe. And that's the one we found. That's the one we found. (laughs) So we go in there. Stevie, you know, he's going to the men's room. I'm going to the ladies' room. And there's a box on the wall. And it ain't women's stuff. It's Uh other stuff. Or consummation. And I'm like, uh, awesome. I know. And I'm sitting there going, I just sent my teenage son into the bathroom with this type of thing. Oh, my gosh. So we get out. And I'm like, look at my son. He looks at me. He goes, they come in colors. Look, so. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Can we say this on the, on the radio? Well, because it comes to my point. <laughs> if I had known that that stuff existed in that gas station, have I even known you could buy stuff like that in the gas station? We wouldn't have gone in. I don't know. So for these guys to know that she was a harlot and they went in anyway, something had come up. Something. Something came up. Okay, bad choice of words. <laughs> yeah, because um, to not. <laughs> okay. Oh, Lord Jesus, help us. We're getting way off track. You started it with your Ponang story. Yes, Anna. because my point was, had I known that that was there, we wouldn't have stopped. So these guys stopping at a harlot's house. Something was going on to make them have to stop there. Well, that's the house they chose. That's the house they ended up. And what I find funny, and I don't know if it's really funny, haha, but they're Jews. They don't even have prostitutes. Maybe they didn't know what she was. Maybe they had never actually seen one. I'm pretty sure they lived in Egypt. I'm pretty sure. These guys didn't. This was second generation. Their mamas and daddies probably. Talked about stories. I'm sure they were not like, what is this? Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Okay, that part, ladies, we don't know. That's not in the Bible. No, we have to make sometimes we have to make assumptions. But our point in this is that probably was not an ideal place. So, why did the Lord let them go there? It was literally the last place they should have stopped and slept for the night. Now, mind you, they slept there for the night. I am sure it was completely innocent. These were Jews, they weren't thinking that way. But this is where they ended up. Okay, I think we're ahead of ourselves, so let's keep going. Okay, so, um, and then then my other question is, did she seek them out? Or they did they just happen to find a place to lodge in the town, and it just happened to be the harlot's house? We don't know. 
We don't know, but we're going to see how this progresses and how the Lord uses this throughout this entire story. How important this is that this is where they landed up. Okay, verse two. Let's continue. Um, And it was told to the king of Jericho, saying, Behold, men have come here tonight from the children of Israel to search out the country. Okay, I'm going to stop again. Was it that obvious that they were strangers? They had to be. That now, all of a sudden, they're running to the king. Oh, my God, strangers are here. They're the Israelites. How did they even know they were the Israelites? Because they were been set apart, and the, which was what we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be set apart oh, by the Lord. Yeah. Because they were set apart, it was obvious that they were different. We should be obvious that we're different. If we look like the world, why would you want to, if you're looking for something different and you look the same, if you're a believer in Jesus Christ and you look the same as everybody else. And I, do, I actually have a story on that one because I did go to a church one day and I'm like, Lord, if I can see people different, then I know I need to go to church and I'll start going to church. And I went to this youth group event. They had a magician. I don't even know what he talked about. And I looked around and there was no difference. I said, so Lord, why am I going to go to church if there's no difference between them and me? Who doesn't go? And I didn't set foot in another church for, I don't know how many years. Probably I was an adult by the time I actually set foot in another one. And I'd been going through a really horrible situation, which dragged me back into the church. Oh, well, um, so I like, I like what you just said. I hadn't even given that any thought. We are supposed to be set apart. Mm-hmm. In my head, I was going right back to the spy novels. These guys were soldiers. They had been spying out lands for years, conquering. Surely they were more stealthy than this. Where would they get practice? They'd been conquering. Yeah. Well, not at this time. They'd been wandering around for 40 years. No, they had already conquered. But they didn't go and steal the people's clothes. <laughs> so they can well, blend in. We don't know what they did. That's what I would Obviously, they didn't. <laughs> I don't know. know. I'm just saying. Good question. They were warrior spy, Jewish spies. They should have been a little bit more stealthy and not been recognized right off the bat right off the bat they're in trouble but god had a side mission for them they did okay if they had not talk about, about that. to say because if they had not have been if they had been too stealthy then how would we we wouldn't have had a side mission that's true that's true and then the rest of the story wouldn't have even need to happen and we have any new listeners who's listening because that'd be a miracle you're gonna have to know already that that we're not What's the right word to say? We're just kind of, we're going with this. We're not perfect. We're just winging it. We're not perfect. We've studied and, and we're just talking it out because that's the God, word of God and we can just talk it out. We're just having fun here. Sit Looks, back, relax, grab some coffee. Study God's word. Or ice cream. Yeah. 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 Relax. Just well, listen. Um, okay. Let's go to three. Chapter three. Okay. Okay. So the king of Jericho said to Rahab, so clearly they already know. They are at Rahab's house. He says, bring out the men who have come to you, who have entered your house, for they have come to search out all of this country. Okay, so stop there. So clearly, it was by now no secret that Rahab had taken the guys in. Well, we can do a whole another topic on gossip. Right? I mean, it, we don't know how fast it traveled. Apparently but fast. there's not a whole lot going on between chapter 2 and I mean, verse 2 yeah. and verse 3. And they're already at Rahab's house. The king knows 
They're trying to get their men to come out. Uh, somebody has already tattled on them. So we don't know what the time frame is, but in the scriptures, it's a blink of an eye. Just like that. Bam. They're already noticed. They're already in trouble. They're already being um, sought out after the king's uh, men. Okay. So let's see how she handles this. Verse four. Um, then the woman, being Rahab, took the two men and hid them. And so she said, Yes, the men did come to me, but I did not know where they were from. And it happened as the gate was being shut when it was dark that the men went out. Where they went, I don't know. Pursue them quickly, for you may overtake them. What had actually happened, verse 6, but she brought them up to the roof and hid them, hidden them with the stalks of flax, which she had laid in order on the roof. Verse 7, then the men pursued them by the road to the Jordan, to the fords, and as soon as those who pursued them had gone out, they shut the gate. Okay, stop there. They believed her. For whatever reason, they had no reason to not believe her. Right. And um, they took off after them. They're now outside the gate. Okay, so this is the part that I want to look at. I want to talk about the flax. I did a little research. I've never researched flax before, but I did some research. What was the significance about the flax? Okay. So I always thought that, you know, okay, so like in, we have these all over the south part of Texas is people who have pools. I'm not one of them, but they have neither the, the tiki we. hut, the big umbrellas that have the thatch roofs that are made of the palm leaves. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I, okay. I, I think I saw. A thatch roof umbrella. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's what's in my head. Okay. This is what I think that her roof is. She's got a little podunk you like my word hut i do i love your word with a thatch roof but that's not what's going on here okay so what i learned is that uh the flax was used in that time like we use cotton it had um been time to pick it and to dry it and then they laid it on on the roofs for the drying process so that it would remove any of the fibers. It would dry them all up and they could just like Hmm. peel them back and use it for clothing or whatever they wanted to use it for. Okay. In the process though, it was very sticky and messy. Therefore, after they cut them, they laid them on the roof. Hmm. Okay. So um, there's a lot more to this process. We're not going to go into it. I just wanted y'all to see the visual of what was actually going on. She had all of these big, huge stalks laid on the roof, and they were drying, and um, it was very messy. And um, Sounds smelly. Oh, it gets like, in my head as I'm reading this about the flax, I'm thinking compost pile. I'm thinking uh, rotting grass. Ew. And um, this is what they were, this is what she hid them under. Yeah. Okay. So how perfect is that camouflage? How Those m- guys did not go up there and mess with that rotting compost pile up on the roof to look for the men. But I'm sure they might have thought for a moment, what of that dungeon? How bad is it after all? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but these guys, there was apparently so much up there that she had enough to cover two grown right, men. Right. So I don't know how big her roof is, but she was on... Uh, we know that she was not on the ground floor. Right. So clearly she was on the top floor and she had the roof. 
And, um, and this is where she hit them. She, she moved all that stuff, stuck them under there. And, uh, that is where they sat. We don't know how long that they were there, but it was long enough for the guys to make it outside the city wall and for it to get a little bit dark. Right. And, um, so what I wanted to, um, talk about here is, um, She, what is, how do, how do I, she protected them. Right, right. You know, and um, she helped them basically escape. So how many times in our life has the Lord done the same thing? Right, right. How many times in your life can you think of that where you're driving down the road and you almost got into this, what would have been a five car pileup and you should have been seriously hurt? Or you were in an accident, maybe you walked away. Right, right. Um, or, you know, some of us have promiscuous past. How many times should we have been seriously injured or hurt um, from being at a guy's house we should not have been at? Right. And instead of being hurt, we actually walked out the door. Right, right. You know, there's so many things that the Lord, if you seriously think about it and think about your life, and there you could probably come up with a good handful, maybe even two handfuls of times that the Lord protected you. Right. Exactly. And how many more that you don't know about. Right. And you I know? know some people are sitting here thinking, but she lied. And I remember reading um, Corey Timboon and her, uh, one of her sisters, they got into a, a kind of an argument over lying. Is it right or not? Because they were hiding some Jews. Uh, the soldiers were coming up. So they told the, the, them to hide under the table and the soldiers came in and one of them asked her like, do you, are you hiding any Jews? And she's like, yeah, I am. And they, everybody started running. And the Jews made it out. They, they were safe. But, her, but Corey's mad. She goes, why didn't you lie? She goes, I'm not going to lie. Well, w- that's not the point here. The p- interesting point I think we can learn from Rahab is she just took a giant leap, a giant step, did something. And we're going to find out here in a few other um, verses later why she did it. Change is not immediate. Change takes time. Change takes growth. So any ladies out there, you might be feeling like I am trying to change and you're not, or it's going slower than you like, or your trial's going slower. It's not about the time. What are you, do- what are you doing? What are you growing? You know, and a few years, would Rahab done it the same thing or would she have done it different? We don't know. She didn't have to do it again, as far as we can tell. So also, don't, don't, don't get in a hurry. Sometimes... You know, don't get frustrated with yourself if you're a new believer. Don't get frustrated with yourself. I, I know Joanna and I could probably tell stories of how many times we can look back going, oh, I can't believe I did that. Oh, my gosh, I did that. Why did I do that? Because time that takes, seriously came out of my mouth. Yeah. Or I seriously thought that or did that. Well, change takes time. You know, I wish everything was like, you know, our dogs where you just give them a couple of treats and say sit give them a treat and all of a sudden they're like oh treat sit i can do this but it's not we're humans or what about addiction and you're trying to get out of addiction and then you mess up yet again right don't don't stop do it again you know if you if you poured out all your alcohol and then you went and buy something pour it out again pour it out again throw that throw that pack of cigarettes in the sink get it wet yeah throw it in the trash exactly so you can't dig it back out that's what i did i'm just saying that, wait, get them wet. wait. <laughs> seriously? Yes. If you're trying to get, if you're, okay, first of all, cigarettes are three times the prices they were. That's irrelevant. But yes, because if you buy a pack of cigarettes and you just throw them in the trash, they're in a box. You're the germaphobe, though. 
I I'm a I little know. shocked at the not moment. At, well, not as okay, not back then. Okay, it was back then. Let's be real, but not as much. No, and you're just telling me how bad when, that addiction was. If exactly. you're willing to take it out of the trash can yes. and take it out of the pack, because right now you wouldn't yes. even touch the trash can without no. washing your hands twenty times. Exactly. No, listen, addiction is addiction, and it's bad. Okay, and we're totally off topic, but. That's, no, 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 it's good. I mean, no, this is the whole point is, you know, don't expect change overnight and yes, just keep trying. Yes. Don't give up. Keep doing keep it. Keep going. Press on. The Lord says press on. You press yes. on. Okay. So let's let's start. Um, anyway, so my whole point about this whole thing is that um, the Lord protects. These are divine interventions that the Lord did. He set this whole thing up. It was flax drying season. She had a place to hide them. And um, so what I what I think here is everybody uses what the Lord does and how he protects as coincidence It was a coincidence Mm -hmm. that I didn't hit that vehicle or it was a coincidence that I was able to do this or that. But in reality, there are no coincidences. No, you know, in the Hebrew language, there is no word. There's no translation for coincidence. What do they call it? Because we call it divine intervention. Yeah, basically, it's it's intervention. They do not believe in there's no word for coincidence. Everything Mm -hmm. is planned. Oh, I love that because it is planned. Mm-hmm. It's planned by the Lord. Who's it planned by? It's planned by the Lord. It's his intervention. It's just what he does. Not to be confused with us making a stupid decision or mistake or doing something the Lord told us not to do. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a whole nother podcast too. Yeah. yeah. Listening to the Lord, hearing from the Lord and flat out walking off and doing your own thing still. Because what is it? We can we can choose our decisions. We cannot choose our consequences. Right. We can choose our sin, but we can't choose the consequence it. of that sin. That's what you say. Yep. That's that's your saying. I love it. We can choose our sin. We cannot choose the consequences. So anyway, so for these guys, it was no coincidence Mm-mm. that the Lord had all of this worked out because he had it all prepared exactly how it was. They were supposed to end up at Rahab's. They were. She was supposed to be uh, drying flax on the roof that gave them a way to uh, be hidden. And um, and then the guys for clearly they knew her well. And actually, I guess, trusted her opinion, despite her, because they believed her. They probably already oh, had been with her before and kind of knew her. Exactly. For whatever, for whatever reason. I mean, that was her profession. That's what she yeah. did. You know, she, she was the town harlot, you know. Mm-hmm. She might have done some ta- counseling on the side. Yeah, she was <laughs> clearly, you know, she was a good secret keeper. Obviously. Obviously, except to the king, which that was her job to report to him. But um, anyway, so, you know, here we go. So let's do verse eight now. Okay. So now before they lay down, she came up to the roof. So we really don't know how long they've been up there, but it was been a while. And she said to the men, I know that the Lord, this is going to get good. This is getting good. I know that the Lord has given you the land, that the terror of you has fallen on us and that all the inhabitants of the land are faint hearted because of you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when he came out of Egypt, uh, when you came out of Egypt and what you did to the two kings of the Amorites who were on the other side of the Jordan, Sihon and Og, whom you utterly destroyed. And as soon as we heard these things, our hearts melted. Neither did there remain any more courage in anyone because of you. For the Lord, your God, he is God in heaven above and on earth beneath. Now, therefore, I beg you, swear to me by the Lord, since I have shown you kindness, that you also will show kindness to my father's house and give me a true token and spare my father 
my mother, my brothers, my sisters, and all that they have, and deliver our lives from death. I just love that. She Mm -hmm. literally told them who their God was. Right, right. So this harlot from Jericho knows all about the God of the Jews. She describes him. She's been listening somewhere. Some, she has paid attention, yes. but that's her job. Her yes. job is to pay attention to details because she spies for the king. Thank you for letting us share our tools to become the women God created us to be. If we encourage you today, visit us at moderndayabigails.com. Remember, you are loved, cherished, and prayed over.